Today is Friday, March 17, 2023. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Haley Biden unmasked as the third Biden family member to receive China cash. Janet Yellen says Chinese depositors at Silicon Valley Bank will be bailed out. Oh, interesting. I wonder if there's a connection there. James O'Keefe joins the show. Top of the morning to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. O'Keefe will be here. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We just got back from Washington, D.C. We had a one-day break from the show because we had to film some very, very important pieces of content. You will see those presently, ladies and gentlemen. And as we were traveling, we were filming, and we did Tim Pool's show, and we were traveling all over the place, Maryland, uh, West Virginia, Washington, D.C. And I am very, very happy because it would be impossible to do this job and to be effective uh, on the road and to be productive on the road if we did not have reliable cell phone service. That is why I am very, very happy to be using Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is reliable no matter where we are in this great big country or in this great big world. That is because Patriot Mobile is the only Christian conservative wireless provider that is dependable nationwide on all three major networks. You can get the best possible service in your area. Now, we just went to like five different states and flew a thousand miles in 24 hours. And My cell phone worked great. And in fact, we filmed a lot of content actually with our phones. So that is why we are so proud to be using Patriot Mobile as a company. This is a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch back for free without changing carriers. All this plus the knowledge that you're supporting a free speech, sanctity of life, Second Amendment company that also supports our military and first responders. PatriotMobile.com backslash Benny. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Free activation today, patriotmobile.com backslash Benny. Now, it is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick was the saint that drove all the snakes out of Ireland. St. Patrick, where are you today? We have a lot of snakes to drive out of this country. We just got back from Washington, D.C. Man, those snakes were a slithering, Royce. Royce and I were running all over D.C. filming three different videos, three different documentaries, and we are so excited to bring you that content soon. Lots of snakes in Washington, lots of rats in Washington, I mean, literally rats everywhere. I mean, just, the city is infested with rats. Um, we're talking about the vermin, hair, the fur-bearing vermin that run on the ground and also that run through the halls of Congress, ladies and gentlemen. But it didn't used to be so. There used to be, perhaps, a little more dignity in Washington, D.C., The last Democrat president that I liked, the more I sort of look at his record and what he stood for, was John F. Kennedy. On uh, uh, on this date, uh, nearly 60 years ago, John F. Kennedy wrote to a young man about the existence of leprechauns and uh, ignore the fact that lunatic Michael Bellicost is the person tweeting this. It still is a uh, great piece of historical record. 1963, John F. Kennedy writing to a young man named Mark talking about the little people of St. Patrick's Day. There are many legends about little people, uh, but they all add up to is this. If you really believe, you will see them. (laughs) So JFK uh, saying that leprechauns do exist on St. Patrick's Day. We love this. Little people are very small. They wear tall black stove top stovepipe hats, green coats and pants. They have long white beards. They do not have horses. (laughs) I don't know why that's important, but I think it's great. They want peace and friendship. Happy St. Patrick's Day, JFK writes. Now, compare and contrast that to the Democrat president of today and what Joe Biden said on St. Patrick's Day last year. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. 
Okay, got it. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Okay, well, fact check false, actually. In fact, our first story details exactly how stupid Joe Biden actually is. Joe Biden is actually incredibly stupid and has been exposed as the mob boss of his own crime family. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this story is starting to get absolutely perilous for the Biden family. This is beginning to really unravel at a speed that I don't think anyone is prepared for. Are these stories dropping now because the Democrat Party infrastructure wants to push Biden out? I don't know how they defend this guy in a 2024 election, but I'm I think that that ship has sailed. Maybe, maybe not, because why hasn't Joe Biden announced? We're not sure, but I'll tell you what, this is looking bad. I mean, it's looking really, really bad for Joe. (laughs) Okay, so let's begin. The last president, the man who they pushed out because they didn't like his skin color, it was a little too orange for them. Last president, his name was Donald Trump. Now, what did Donald Trump do? Well, Donald Trump was a professional billionaire. That's what Donald Trump did. He was a professional rich person. He built things. He was a he was a builder. He was a creator. Now, you may like or dislike Trump. You may like his style or the cut of his jib, but Donald Trump was a legitimate billionaire. Forbes says he has $3.2 billion as of March 26, 2022. Uh, Trump says he has $10 billion. Who can really know? He's, he's, a, he's a multi-billionaire, and that is without argument. Donald Trump built hotels all across the country, some of the most glorious buildings and some of the most iconic buildings on the planet. He was part of culture. There is Donald Trump's hotel in Washington, D.C. That was the iconic Trump Tower in New York City. Donald Trump's uh, Green River in Chicago Right next to Trump Tower in Chicago, a beautiful hotel, won the best hotel in the Midwest, actually, this year. That's Donald Trump's uh, gorgeous hotel right in the middle of Chicago next to the St. Patrick's Day Green River. That's what Donald Trump did for a living. There was no question about it. Donald Trump was in The Little Rascals. Donald Trump was in Home Alone, too. Donald Trump was part of your Christmases as a child. He was a cultural icon. You could physically go and see how Donald Trump created his wealth. And therefore, there was really no question as to why Donald Trump was rich. Now, contrast that with Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody's quite sure why or how Joe Biden is rich. Nobody can quite figure out how this guy who's been in public office for the better part of 70 years got his cash Why does Joe Biden have multiple beach houses? Multiple. I mean, Joe Biden owns four homes. How's that possible on a public salary? You're telling me everyone's buying Joe Biden's book? Yeah, okay, okay, got it. Joe Biden capped out on a salary. Joe Biden makes like $100,000 a year when he's in the Senate. I'm not saying that's not money, but that's not four mansions money. How the hell did he do it? Now we're starting to understand. Now it's all beginning to unravel. He did it by selling access to this country. More importantly, by hedging, by making a bet. Joe Biden learned a long time ago that if he bet against America, that America's enemies would gladly pay him money in order to damage this country. And so then Joe Biden went to his corrupt family members, as any mafia don would do, and he worked with them to create a crime clan. And that crime clan's job was to sell the brass on the Titanic. Joe Biden made a bet, a bet that America was going down. And it was a bet that he could deliver on 
thanks to his position of power. He could make sure that our currency was inflated, that we were overextended militarily. Joe Biden could make sure that our border was wide open. He could make sure that our Federal Reserve was staffed with imbeciles. Joe Biden could really, really harm this country, and then he could make a ton of money uh, essentially betting the short, the big short, that America was going to fail. And he could sell the brass on the Titanic before it went down. And that's what his family did. That was the family industry. Joe Biden's family industry was taking everything of value in this country and selling it to our enemies. And that is exactly what he did with the Chinese oil company, CEFC. Forget the acronyms. It's just call, call it China Oil. Think about ExxonMobil. Think about Chevron. China Oil. This is just the Chinese oil company. And Joe Biden did a multi-million dollar, billion dollar deal probably because he was going to get 10%. That's where 10% for the big guy comes from. Joe Biden's biggest deal was with China. Now, they also have deals in Russia and in Ukraine. They had deals throughout the Mideast. There's these groveling letters that are beginning to be surfaced from Jim Biden, Joe's brother, talking about how great the access he could get them to their family would be. But I digress. Let's focus on China here. Now, what happens is the Biden family sells access to the levers of power inside of the American government. If you want to sell oil, if you want to set up a gas company in this country, you are going to need to grease a lot of palms. What that means is you're going to need to make sure there's a lot of liquid in the system to make sure you get the permitting, the approvals, the EPA on your side, all of the regulators on your side. I mean, it is tough to do business in America. They make it tough. And it probably shouldn't be that tough, but especially if you're a foreign country, that's a good thing. What the Bidens were hired to do was to make sure that process went over smoothly and more importantly, that China got access to our oil reserves. China is not an oil-rich country. China is at odds with many oil-rich countries. They don't like China. And so China is trying to figure out ways to get oil. And why not buy ours? You deplete our oil supply and you enrich China. So that's what the Bidens did. They went to this Chinese, they went to China oil and they said, we will grease the wheels you give us a huge portion of this company, and as soon as Joe's out of the vice presidency, man, you get that cash flowing. Now, here's the problem, especially for Joe. When you have so much money coming in to your bank account, then you start to signal to your bank that something might be wrong, specifically if it's cash that isn't supposed to be in your business, meaning Benny does media. If I buy a camera or if I buy a microphone, then that's just part of my business. My bank ain't going to look twice at that. Even if I buy a very expensive camera, $50,000 camera, $100,000 camera, bank's not going to blink an eye because that's just part of my business. That is germane to my business. But if I buy a gold-plated yacht from Voldemort Zelensky and then Zelensky starts depositing hundreds of millions of dollars into my bank account for some reason, then my bank's going to flag that as a suspicious activity report. They're going to go, Pam. There's something wrong with this. Benny is behaving very suspiciously. This doesn't, this is not in line with his business. Something's going wrong here. And we have a fiduciary obligation to the federal government to send in a suspicious activity report. Here's what happened and why. And then the federal government investigates. That's the, the bank's obligation. They send in a suspicious activity report on me. The, the Biden family, the Biden crime family has 150 of these. 150 suspicious activity reports, you'll go your entire life without getting one of them. It is a huge threshold. We looked into these. It is a huge threshold to get a SAR, as they're known. SAR, S-A-R. 
you really have to be doing something pro like probably criminal. And that Biden's got 150 of them. Why? Because the amount of money that China was paying them. Remember, this is a family that doesn't do oil. They don't do acquisitions. They don't they don't know jack about any of this. Their job was to sell the system, to sell the American government, to grease the wheels for our enemies inside of Washington, D.C. And when you get that much money, you need to start to launder it. What that means is that you need to start spreading it around so that it looks like you're getting less than you're actually getting. You need to funnel that money through your family. Now, there are a lot of tax advantageous ways to do that. That's why a lot of family, the, the, the federal government tax system is actually set up to make sure that family businesses can pay their family members and that you can start a family business and maintain a family business with your family. But when your business is illegitimate, and when you're simply trying to spread the money around, you get to the, where we are today, where irrelevant members of the Biden family are getting massive payouts for business they clearly didn't do or have any part of. This is just tale as old as time, money laundering from a crime family. This is how they get the wives of the mafiosos, because you have to spread the money around to make it look less criminal. Well, too bad for the Bidens. This is where we get to today, our first story. Haley Biden is unmasked as the third Biden family member to receive China cash. Top Republicans reveal Bo's widow, Hunter's ex, got $35,000 from a $3 million deal made by Hunter Associate. Ladies and gentlemen, the House GOP is starting to reveal how deep in the Bidens were with China. Now, what the hell is Haley Biden doing? You probably haven't heard that name very often. What the hell is she doing on these bank records? She's a money laundering vessel. That's it. She's just someone to get funneled through a little bit of cash from this, a little bit of cash from that, make it look like we're spreading the wealth around. Like Joe Biden isn't 10% for the big guy. That's all this is. So now that we've broken it down for you, here's the news. Well, John, when you look at some of these payments here, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer claims subpoenaed bank records show President Biden's daughter-in-law, Haley, received $35,000 over two transfers in 2017. Haley is Beau Biden's widow, was also in a relationship with Hunter Biden after Beau had died. Comer says just before those transfers, a Chinese energy firm wired a family Biden associate $3 million. Comer says soon after that, the associate, Rob Walker, sent hundreds of thousands of dollars to members of the Biden family. Everyone says it was for an energy deal. Well, it looks to me like these people who were closely aligned with the Chinese Communist Party sent $3 million to a shell corporation. Then they turned around and split it three ways with a third going to the Biden family, three different family members uh, for no apparent reason. Now, much as this is from U.S. Treasury Department documents the House Oversight Committee has just reviewed, Comer says Walker initiated the transfers two months after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. Walker worked with President Biden's son, Hunter, and his brother, Jim, on a partnership with Chinese energy firm CEFC. His office has yet to name others involved. So the Biden family is a criminal enterprise, confirmed. Now, if you've been watching this show, you've known that for the better part of a year, but this is an image of Haley Biden. What do we know about Haley Biden? Well, she doesn't have a background in oil. She doesn't have a background in massive foreign business acquisitions. She doesn't speak Chinese. 
That's her late husband. That's Joe Biden's son who died of a brain tumor. Joe Biden's uh, son is no longer with us. He is left with Hunter and Hunter was left with Haley. Now, to show you the morality of this family, we have an image of Hunter Biden with his meth mouth and Haley Biden kneeling in the sand because Hunter immediately swooped in to take advantage of the grieving widow um, and began having a what's the what's the Christian word for this? A a sordid affair, making sure that those family tree branches bend inward. As soon as his brother died, he went and snatched up his widow for a time. They are not currently together, but they are uh, currently making our skin crawl because who the hell does that? Some people who are deeply and utterly depraved and who would allow that in your family? I mean, if you are the patriarch of your family, why would Joe Biden allow this? Well, because Joe Biden is himself like a dirty old creep who sniffs children. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone knows that Joe Biden is indefensible here, along with his own spokesperson who took off her heels and ran as fast as she could away from questions about Haley Biden watch. With that, guys, I'll see ya. See ya. James Comer making statements about this, saying um, this is the end for the Bidens. We 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 got them here. The crime family has been exposed. Important that the money trail shows dates and amounts of money, notably March 1st, 2017. It reads less than two months after VP Joe Biden left public office, State Energy HK Limited, a Chinese company, wired three million to Rob Walker's company. The next day, the company wired one million sixty five thousand to a company associated with James Gilliar, another Biden family associate. Afterwards, the family, the Biden family, received approximately a million dollars in payments over a three month period in different bank accounts. From the bank records, it appears that the Biden family were received approximately one third of the money obtained from the China wire. So what do we have here? We have the smoking gun that the Biden crime family was a criminal enterprise. There is no reason for multiple Bidens to be brought in on this deal. But just like a mafia, you got to spread the money around when you're dealing with illegal money. You got to launder that cash. And it turns out this ain't the last news cycle we're going to get about this. James Comer saying 10 or 11 more transactions just like this. Are you ready for one a month? Buckle up, baby. Watch. The, the, none of this makes sense, Sean. I mean, the, the money is what we're following. We're following the money that ended up in the Biden's pockets. And the, the thing that every American should be concerned about is what exactly was the service the Bidens were providing? Because I can tell you what our whistleblowers have told us. They were trying to help China do all the things that this Congress is is in a bipartisan way trying to block China from doing. They were trying to help China get their foot in the door on the American energy. But, but here's my question. Interested but, but, drillers. But did that deal with the Bank of China actually happen? Peter Schweitzer is convinced it did and that there's money, a money trail that shows that. Mm-hmm. We're going to do we're going to subpoena more bank records. We're going to do everything in our ability to follow every bank trail. This one deal with Robinson Walker, this is the first deal. There are at least 10 or 11 more. And remember, none of those businesses ever materialized. So there was a lot of money that transferred from China to the Bidens. And what we want to know is what did China get in return? Because I don't think China would would spend this much okay. money well, on this many different members of the Biden family if they weren't getting a return on their investments. 
the return on the investment was greasing the wheels. Now, there are so many regulatory agencies inside of Washington, D.C. They can stop anything they want from happening. Anything. Let, let me state that definitively. I lived in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. All of my friends have worked inside of these buildings. All of my buddies worked inside of the Department of Energy, Transportation, HHS, the Department of Education. Any way they wish to stop you from doing business or entering this country, they can do anything they want to. Our federal government is way too big. It is way too massive. It is all powerful. It's more power than the King of England dreamed he could have. We have replaced one monarchical tyranny with a monarchical oligarchy run by our federal government tyrannically. Ladies and gentlemen, taxation without representation. Now we just get taxation without representation again. <laughs> Whoa. But let me tell you, if you wish to get something done in America, you have got to pay off the industry that can prevent you from having your business run. Now, that goes for anyone who wants to make a Hollywood movie. That goes for anyone who wants to set up a gas company. That goes for anyone who wants to set up a microchip company. That goes for anyone who wants to bake a piece of bread. There is a regulation that could stop you. They're trying to stop gas stoves inside of our houses. They've banned menthol cigarettes this year. They told you you have to stand six feet apart from everyone. There's nothing they think that they can't do. And so in order to get your business up and running, you must pay off people in Washington, D.C. This is the industry of D.C. Let me open, let me crack this chestnut open and lay it bare for you. This is the industry of Washington. Selling access and selling your power and your position. And then taking that money on the side. Ah, oh, yeah, you just pay off my brother-in-law. And he'll make sure that uh, in Turks and Caicos, that, that dollar amount's delivered to my bank account. That's how it works. That's how it works for a lot of these guys, a lot of these scumbags. Why do you think they were all on Jeff Jeffrey Epstein's island? Why do you think they loved going down to Little St. James? Well, to go check on their investments. Why do, why do you think the congresswoman in charge of the Virgin Islands is herself an attorney from New York? You saw her during the Twitter hearings, Plaskett, the CIA plant. What do you think this lady does? This lady's there to make sure and check in on all of the investments. For everyone doing dirty deals in Washington, D.C. That's why we must break up Washington, D.C. We got to order 66. Now, Jonathan Turley, our favorite lawyer on Fox News, saying so, but saying that even this cottage industry is shocking those in Washington with its just bold-faced, bald-faced, bloody-cheek aggression. I mean, this is an this is aggressive selling out of your nation. This is a this is like ripping the brass off the Titanic during the dinner scene with Jack, and then go ahead into the lifeboats. I mean, the, the, what the Bidens are doing here is shocking even the people in Washington, D.C. who've been doing this for years. It is an affront to our nation. Jonathan Turley, ladies and gentlemen. Fair. You know, many of us have called for an investigation into this for years, uh, but it's really hit this wall with the democratically controlled houses. The Democrats have opposed any congressional investigation of influence peddling. Now, influence peddling is the favorite form of corruption in Washington, D.C. It's a virtual cottage industry. But the Biden family is really in a class on its own. I mean, they they took this to an extent that even those of us 
journalists have criticized influence peddling for decades. Uh, we've never seen anything like what uh, appears to be the case with the Bidens. We're talking about millions of dollars coming from foreign interests, including some uh, with foreign intelligence connections. The media largely shut this down. It's still doing its best uh, not to cover this. It's, it's it, you know, the media sort of collectively holding its breath, uh, trying to hope that this somehow passes away, but it won't. I mean, the, you know, the objections from the White House that you're picking on the widow of the president's deceased son is really not going to, to succeed. I mean, so what is the objection? How do Democrats defend this? What are Democrats saying in defense of the Bidens? Well, you're left with essentially one defense here, which is, wow, it's not a crime. Influence peddling is not a crime. <laughs> yeah, but it's wrong. And there are crimes, of course, here. You, you can't, I mean, they're, they're going after Hunter Biden for obviously money laundering, uh, tax fraud, illegal use of a firearm and so on. But I think that there's a much bigger fish that they're trying to pull into the boat right now. Jonathan Turley saying this whole it's not a crime thing does not add up. The other thing that simply is baffling is the Democrats keep on coming back and saying, well, you know, it's not a crime. You know, influence peddling is not a crime. Well, mm -hmm. OK, but it's corrupt. Right. At least we can all agree that influence peddling is a form of corruption. And even if it's not a crime, that means it's even more important for Congress to fully investigate whether the first family was involved in selling influence and access to foreign interests. Now, this is part of it. We have a new Biden being referenced here. But this is just the start. That was just the first SARS that was turned over uh, to the House Oversight Committee. Ladies and gentlemen, in just a second, we're going to tell you exactly what's going to happen to the Bidens next and where this all goes. It doesn't look pretty. And what the DOJ has to say about it, we should be sending sending fears and shock up the spine of any Biden. If those spines still work, we're certainly not sure that Joe Biden's brainstem is still functioning. And you can see that clearly in the way that he's managing the economy. It's not been good. Do you feel as though the adults are back in charge? Do you feel as though the economy is being properly managed? If not, if you're a little scared about bank collapses, the fifth bank collapsing this week, many American banks hanging on by a thread needing to get bailouts again. Here we go. Right back to that news cycle. What happens when they run out of money? What happens when they run out of fiat currency? Well, then the entire system collapses, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why I encourage you to diversify with gold. Do so with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold will help you hedge against a reckless government that clearly doesn't give a damn because they're selling out this country anyway for Chinese yen. You got to make sure that you're diversified. Now, gold and precious metals have always held their value, and when the banks collapsed and at the beginning of this week, when you started to see huge cracks in the market, what happened to gold and silver? Choo, straight through the sky. My friends at Allegiance Gold have the highest rating in the industry, an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau, and they can protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. Right now, you can get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithpenny.com. Gold and silver are the only assets that build value without depending on our government. Do you really feel confident in the people running the country right now? If you don't, then go gold, ladies and gentlemen. Protect with Benny 
www.benny.com or call 844-66-BENNY, B-E-N-N-Y. Well, ladies and gentlemen, maybe if the Bidens had been paid in gold, they wouldn't have these problems right now. <laughs> maybe if they had figured that one out, but they didn't. The bank accounts show precisely what happened and where all the money went. Tony Bobolinsky describing the money manager, Rob Walker, who's the person in this case who was essentially divvying out the cash here. Rob Walker is the focal point of the GOP investigation because he's the money man. He accepted the cash from the Chinese and he wired it to the Bidens. They're getting all these wires from this name, Rob Walker. Here's what Bobolinsky, the first Biden whistleblower, has to say about the criminal enterprise. Will you explain to us who Rob Walker is? Yeah, uh, Rob Walker uh, was a partner in Rosemont Seneca and had a very close relationship with the Biden family and had developed and been working with James Gillier throughout 2015 and 2016 to develop this deal with the Chinese and CFC. So that's Bob Linsky essentially outlining who Rob Walker is inside of the family. Now, this is a recording of Rob Walker talking to Bob Linsky saying, dude, you're going to bury this family with the information you know. If he doesn't come out on record, I am uh, providing the fact. You're just going to just you. bury all of us, man. You're going to bury all of us, man. They know they're criminals. I mean, they know they're criminals. And lucky for us, criminals are pretty stupid. Talk to any law enforcement officer, anybody who works inside of the penal system here in America, anybody who works at a prison or a jail or is a public defender. They'll tell you criminals are just dumb generally. This is where Hollywood gets it wrong. There are very few masterminds out there. A lot of them are just kind of like the Bidens. Oh, yeah, China will just give me tens of millions of dollars? This is great. Pay, pay off Bo's widow. Give some to Haley. She needs a new summer cottage. Ladies and gentlemen, this was the cottage industry. The lawyers are in panic mode right now. The lawyers that are still representing the Bidens because they're quitting in mass. Hunter's lawyer saying this on the issue. The Fox News alert. Hunter Biden has just made a major confession. Hunter's admitting that, yes, he did, in fact, get paid by China. This is coming after Hunter's legal team put out this statement, quote, Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a legitimate energy company in China. Hunter received his portion of good faith seed funds which he shared with his uncle, James Biden, and Haley Biden, and nobody else. Wait a second. I thought Joe said Hunter never made any money in China. Wait a second. It's all starting to fall to pieces. In fact, the statement leaves out the fact that Joe Biden was the one really getting the shares here. Because the real value, and anyone will tell you this, who's in acquisitions, the real money comes from owning percentages of the company because that gives you the percentage of the profits. It's not in the actual execution of the deal. It's in the ownership. That's where real cash is made for really successful companies. So it would be far better for you to own some shares of Apple when it started than for you to get a $100,000 a year salary because your shares are going to be worth millions and your salary, of course, is just going to be taxed at 50%, right? So this is a much better deal for Joe Biden, who got 10% of this deal, according to documents and, of course, famously, Tony Bobolinsky. I didn't generate that email. James Gilliard generated that email. And in that email, James Gilliard goes through intimate detail 
of what each individual's requests were from a compensation perspective and how the equity in the enterprise would be divvied up. Very important, May 13th, that email was generated by somebody else to me. In that email, there's a statement where they go through the equity. Jim Biden's referenced as, you know, 10% doesn't say Biden, it says Jim. And then it has 10% for the big guy held by H. I a thousand percent sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. Um, it's, that's crystal clear to me because I lived it. I met with the former vice president in person multiple times, and I had been meeting and talking with Hunter Biden and, and uh, Jim Biden and Rob Walker and James Gilly. You know what would be really handy here, actually, is when O.J. Simpson commits a murder, if he filmed himself doing it and recorded himself doing it, that'd be really handy for the prosecution. Now, you damn near had that in the O.J. trial, but here's the difference. You not only have the bloody glove and the DNA and the footprints of the OJ trial in this situation. So the Bidens have blood on their hands. They have murder weapons all over their homes. They have their associates turning on them. Their lawyers are quitting because they know they're guilty. Hunter's lawyers walked off the case last week. The corporate media is now turning on them. But lucky for us, they also recorded their crimes. Here's Hunter Biden mewling and bitching about the fact that he is a criminal and in bed with the Communist Chinese Party. He's on tape doing it. Go. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it. It is now missing. So that's Hunter Biden's own voice saying, hey, the effing spy chief of China was my business partner. <laughs> what? Mike Davis, the in-house attorney for this show, is on Twitter, breaking this all down, saying effectively, listen, guys, since 1923, the Trump family has built a worldwide real estate and hospitality empire. This is how Trump made his money. You might not like it. You don't have to go to his steakhouses. You don't have to buy the Rolex from Donald Trump, but that's how Trump makes money. It's You can find it in the tax documents. Every time they get Donald Trump's taxes, they're like, oh, look, he's rich and he's generous. And that's it. That's all they get. They get, they get Trump's taxes. They scream about Trump's taxes for years. And all the, then, they, then nothing. Then they get nothing out of it. The Biden family got rich corruptly, selling the VP's office to Chinese and Ukrainian oligarchs and many others. You're very interested in Trump's legitimate international business dealings before, during, and after his presidency. But you don't have much interest in the Biden family's corrupt international business dealings. How do you explain this? What were they getting? Do you have Chinese benefactors? How many times has the Chinese put 3 million bucks in your account? I hope never. Never happened to me. What do I do to get some of that Chinese cash? I don't want to know. I don't want it. I don't want it, you dirty, filthy, Uyghur, communist, concentration camp, Nazi blood money. I don't want your dirty cash, you dirty commies. Happy with my American cash and my American gold. But ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm, I'm telling you, they're not doing it for free. They're getting something out of this. And even Obama knew. This is what's wild. When you look back through the actual reporting at the time, even Obama knew. Check this out from the Wall Street Journal. Obama State Department officials raised concerns in 2015 over Hunter Biden. This is wild. Here from the Wall Street Journal saying that Obama State Department was like, what the hell is up with this guy? Now, Obama is no scion of moral integrity. So if you're too corrupt for the Obamas, which circle of hell do you currently reside in? A career State Department official told congressional investigators this week that he raised concerns in 2015 with a senior official at the White House when then Vice President Joe Biden's son being on the board of a Ukrainian national gas company because the concern was an optics and conflict of interest because Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine. State Department official Deputy Secretary State George Kent told lawmakers behind closed doors that he raised issues with Hunter Biden's position at Bursama. Regardless of whether anything is wrong, it looks terrible, Kent said. So are they breaking laws? Well, I mean, it's corruption at its core. And they want to run this guy again or maybe not. Why hasn't Joe Biden announced he's running in 2024? Ask yourself that question. That's a really important question to ask. Why don't we get to the bottom of that? It continues, ladies and gentlemen. These people who are being paid to defend the Bidens are quitting in mass. Check this out. Last week, Hunter Biden's lawyer quits over unease. When was the last time you saw a, 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 a slime bag lawyer, greaseball lawyer, crawling on their bellies? When was the last time you saw one of these guys quit because they're uneasy with the actual family that they're representing? They stand to make millions. And they're quitting in mass. This is not good. Now, Merrick Garland is saying that he's going to allow the prosecution to go forward. Garland promises free reign for prosecutors probing Hunter Biden. Now, what will he do for his boss? We'll see. We're in uncharted territories here with Joe Biden. What are they going to do to Joe Biden? When they bring charges against Joe, which is the point here, as James Comer has said, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, James Comer, friend of the show, Jim Jordan, friend of the show. They've both said this is about Joe. The crackhead kid is just an accessory to the crime. And who else was an accessory to the crime? Well, the business partners. The business partners are now cooperating. F. Eric. This is Eric Schwerin, the money man inside of the Biden enterprise. It's all starting to come to pieces here, ladies and gentlemen. And Hunter is now panicking, suing anyone he can possibly uh, think of suing. From this morning, Hunter hits back. President's son sues laptop repairman. Oh, you hurt my feelings. You invaded my privacy. That laptop repairman, also a friend of the show, his name's John Paul Mac Isaac, and he's been on this program. He delivered to us a sheet that told us that he had permission to maintain total ownership of Hunter Biden's laptop if he didn't pick it up in like 60 days. He has Hunter Biden's signature on that sheet. That is a legally binding form. None of this is going to go anywhere. It's just an intimidation tactic because they know that they're over the target. Now, is this the first instance of money laundering? No, we've actually found more instances of money laundering. We do our research on this show, and we have found multiple instances of money laundering, actually, from the Biden family. The House of Sweden was an office that was rented in order to facilitate this Chinese energy deal. They, I think they totally didn't think that Joe Biden was going to run for president again because they all knew that he has like dementia. So how could we run a man with dementia for president? 
So let's just set up our offices. Let's just get rich. That was the plan. So they bought an office in this building. This is called the House of Sweden. And that office was 50 grand a month. Now, when this energy deal fell through because the spy chief of China, who was the partner in this deal, got arrested and then the other one fled the country because he's an arms dealer. All of it true. I mean, it's literally on camera. It's on tape. Hunter Biden admitting to it. Man, it gets good. Well, what happened? They got the money back. They got their deposit back from this office. Where'd that deposit go? Straight to Joe Biden's bank account. That's <laughs> too easy. Hunter Biden's $49,000 rent to Joe exactly matches the deposit on an office share of the Chinese energy company. This is money laundering. He gets the deposit back, then he pays it to his father. His father can claim it as income and then can deduct it from his taxes. He can claim it as a business expense, right? This is money laundering. Pure and simple, straight through the family. It doesn't stop there. One of the first guys that Joe Biden banned from entering the country when he became president is a guy named Kolomoisky. Who's Kolomoisky? Well, Kolomoisky is the guy in charge of Bursama. Well, that would be really important. He's a Ukrainian oligarch. It sure would be nice to get that guy under oath. It sure would be nice to get the guy who was paying Hunter Biden $80,000 a month under oath to be like, why were you paying this guy? What were you getting out of this? When Joe Biden got the prosecutor fired, uh, were you the person behind that? The One of the first people that the State Department bans from entering America is Hunter Biden's business partner in Ukraine. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Kolomoisky, Kolomoisky is a guy who ran a bank, a huge bank inside of Ukraine. It's now state-run, of course. It's called Privat Bank. That Privat Bank you're going to see in the coming days. You're going to say, Benny, you were right. You were right. We're glad we watched the show because you were right. You're going to see Privat Bank deposits in the millions in Joe Biden's bank account. Now, what was that for? Well, getting getting people fired, of course. Joe Biden was able to get a prosecutor who, by every measure, was a good prosecutor who was going after the corruption of that oligarch and then threatening his son's business dealing, threatening the Biden business dealing. So Joe Biden, if you want the most naked example of Joe Biden using his office in order to get his family rich. It's been on camera for a very long time. You've seen the clip. Joe Biden, hubris will be their downfall, standing before the Atlantic Council or whatever and saying, oh, yeah, I used my position to get this guy fired and I used your tax dollars as leverage so that my son could keep his corrupt Ukrainian business. Because they were investigating my son, you see. Dude, what is it when these people, they just... What is it about evil where they have to just straight up admit what they're doing? You see this happen. This happens in Hollywood. This happens with these grease bags. Jeffrey Epstein has to have paintings of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's stained dress. Did you ever see that creep? These people are dirty. They're dirty, dirty people. Is there something about evil where it has to showboat satanically? It has to like show itself. And so Joe Biden has to show how evil and corrupt he is, bragging about it on camera. You remember? Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <clears throat> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. 
And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion. You're not getting a billion dollars. You've all seen the clip. You've all seen the clip. What is it about evil? And lucky for us, these people are idiots, ladies and gentlemen. In Breitbart.com this morning, Joe Biden will be impeached for bribery. Joel Pollack, who's an excellent writer there outlines exactly what crimes were committed by the Bidens here. News Thursday of payments from a Chinese Communist Party linked members of Joe Biden's family amounts to potential case for bribery an impeachable offense offense under the Constitution. House Oversight Committee revealed that in 2017, China's state energy company, China Oil, that's what we call it on this show, sent $3 million to Rob Walker. The person that we just outlined is the money manager for the Bidens, who in turn distributed it to members of Biden's family. His surviving son, Hunter, his brother, James, his daughter-in-law, Haley. Energy, China Energy Limited was linked to China Energy uh, Chairman Yi Jiaming did business with Hunter Biden. This is also apparently the spy chief of China, according to Hunter. A joint venture where the big guy got 10%. It is not clear what goods and services, if any, were provided for the exchange for these payments. Hunter Biden's legal team issued a statement claiming that they had engaged in legitimate private business venture with a Chinese company. It's not clear what exactly the joint venture was or how it was arranged. Hunter's overseas business ventures had been recognized as early as 2015 as a potential conflict of interest for his father. Diplomats and journalists questioned Hunter Biden's appointments. We showed you that the Obama administration, in all of their corruption, were the ones saying, this is too much. This is too, we're certainly not trying to praise Obama here, but his people at his State Department were like, what the hell is wrong with it? This Biden family's dirty. China's desire to influence is clear. What is less clear is the act Biden did or did not do. However, as Democrats has reminded us again and again throughout both Trump impeachment investigation, it's not necessarily a criminal statute being violated that gets the president impeached or removed. Did Donald Trump? Commit any impeachable act? No, he called Zelensky and said you should investigate Biden's crimes. Isn't that insane? Donald Trump was impeached for Joe Biden's crimes. Slap it on a bumper sticker, make a shirt out of it. That's a fact. Dip it in molten iron and let it cool. That is ironclad, baby. Donald Trump was impeached for Joe Biden's crimes. In this case, it could be well argued that Biden's foreign policy is an ongoing act affected by his financial benefit. Bribery is one of two acts. The other is treason, mentioned explicitly by the Constitution as an impeachable offense. Prior to Thursday, evidence existed of Hunter Biden's laptop of bribery. Now, however, the evidence has emerged from the U.S. Treasury. Far more damning. House Oversight Committee should turn this investigation into a full-on impeachment inquiry now. Good job. Way to go. Joel Pollack writing this absolute flamethrower and barn burner with a congressional vote and attending subpoena powers. No one is above the law. Impeach Joe Biden. And if you need the first piece of evidence, ladies and gentlemen, for the impeachment, you have Joe Biden on the record looking down the barrel of the camera on Fox News. This is four years ago when he was just when he was in this floundering, embarrassing run for president, right, where he was losing. He got 
fifth in Iowa. He got eighth in New Hampshire. Joe Biden was done. Joe Biden was finished. And then, of course, the unconstitutional, undemocratic oligarchy of the DNC, the Politburo of the centrally organized DNC hive mind, decided to just straight up John Wick all of the other people running in the Democratic field, force them to get behind Biden. And then they went to a machine state in South Carolina in order to order 66 Bernie Sanders. That's what ended up happening. That's the only reason why you have Joe Biden as president. And they, they, they needed the meat puppet. They needed this guy to become president because they knew that Bernie was running away with it and that Bernie was going to lose to Trump by and large. And that Bernie actually wasn't on their side on many issues. So they paid off Bernie. Bernie's no angel here. They paid off Bernie. Bernie got an extra beach house out of it. Everyone gets a beach house. Uh, and then Joe Biden, uh, ladies and gentlemen, now currently resides inside of an oval-shaped office on 1600 Avenue. But back when he was still running in a floundering and embarrassing attempt at becoming president, Joe Biden had to go to the Iowa State Fair and had to answer this question from Peter Ducey. Uh, see if you can spot the lie here. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business And so how do you know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader? If that's what happened, that appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the of presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Okay, but you've never spoken to your son. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just, I mean, hanging in the Smithsonian as the primary example of the wrap-up smear. When you are caught engaging in an illegal activity, just blame someone else. This is what they did with Hillary. This is what they're doing now with Donald Trump. When you are caught engaging in criminal activity, blame the other guy. That is proof positive that Donald Trump was impeached for Joe Biden's crimes. Man, we need better journalists. Isn't it wild that there's only one guy asking that question? And you know, we're big fans of Peter Ducey on this channel. We're big fans of actual investigative journalism on this channel. That's why we're excited about our friend James O'Keefe and his new investigative enterprise. James O'Keefe with O'Keefe Media Group, OMG, freshly minted, joins the program now. James, thank you so much for being on the program. We're very excited for you and excited for O'Keefe Media Group. Please tell us about your new endeavor here. This is all the buzz. Thank you, Benny. Um, I hope you liked my launch video with the dancing and the black cars and the sandwiches. I hope you got the joke. Um, but this is uh, a very interesting vision. This is to crowdsource journalism out to decentralize journalism and to get the little itty bitty cameras into the hands of thousands of people. I'm very excited about it. Um, I was not ready to do this a year ago or 10 years ago when we knew Andrew Breitbart. I wanted to do that. It's taken me 15 years to get to the point where I think I have the uh, network uh, and the and the presence uh, uh, nationally to, to do this. And ultimately, we're going to teach everyone how to do journalism on their own. 
uh, in the initially I've got about 12 people, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. It is a subscription-based news website. You can sponsor a camera. They'll ship the cameras out. Um, so it's a very, it's like um, Uber for journalism. You're, 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 you're getting this network effect where you're getting it all over the country. That's my mission. That's my vision. And I'll, we're going to make it happen. This is the website right here, O'Keefe Media Group. How have things been going so far? Well, we just launched it on Wednesday. Um, we got a, a lot of subscriptions. We're, we're about to purchase sixty thousand dollars worth of hidden cameras. <laughs> so, and uh, we've got well. <laughs> some two hundred and twelve people or so um, sign up on this form, which I tweeted out. Where it's not like I'm going to put you on payroll. I'm going to be shipping the cameras out to people that want them. And I'm going to have my team coach you on how to immediately start working next week. We've also had people go on Amazon and buy their own little little cameras, and um, and they sort of they're like re we're ready to go. So right now it's just a, a landing page there with a subscription button. We've gotten a few thousand subscriptions, paid subscriptions, in one day. So I can make payroll and and get and get going. Um, but eventually over the next few weeks, you'll see that website turn into. Uh, something much more, so, something with with classes on ethics and training journalists, and and obviously we're going to be putting out some stories in the next ten days, like we've always done. We just want to do it on a grander scale. So you're already producing stories. That is wild, James. Literally, I mean, I would, on the sources, on I'm a little I'm a little sleepy, um, in startup mode. Um, not only were we sitting on the floor, Benny. This is a startup company. Uh, we just paid off our credit cards today because we've been able to now, but um, we were on the on the uh, phone very late last night talking to a lot of sources. In fact, you were on the Twitter spaces with me talking to Debbie, the Pfizer uh, insider, and she's inspired a few more people inside pharma. So we're working on that um, and, we'll, and we're, we're shipping out cameras Monday. In more of an esoteric uh, uh, vantage point here uh, as to what you're doing what you're doing is what journalism was intended to be, right? Speaking truth to power. It is intended to be a populist endeavor, journalism, where you take the truth and then you attack the powerful with it and you make them uncomfortable. And that's why journalism is found inside of the First Amendment, right up at the very, very top. You're talking about freedom of the press, freedom of speech. The two go hand in hand. But journalism has been inverted. And we talk about this a lot on the show where it is now speaking power to truth. Journalists act as the Praetorian Guard for the powerful. They never ask questions of the Bidens or Pfizer's or of the biggest uh, federal agencies. And so journalists become essentially captured by the machine and then agents of the machine. And that is perverse. That is not why we have a First Amendment. That is the opposite of the First Amendment. And that's the opposite of what a journalist is supposed to do. So you're kind of getting back to the basics and the, the soul of journalism. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're right. Journalist, journalism is a populist sort of activity. There's this graphic that Elon tweeted out where it's yes. like the, the stick figures that are running towards the podium with microphones, right? That's what they're supposed to do. But now it's like the journalist is running away from the podium towards the people echoing what the podium says. That's not what journalists are supposed to do. But what the ideal situation is neither a stick figure running away from or towards the podium. It's the people in the audience with microphones that's the populist vision that actually it was Elon's uh, graphic that he tweeted out. Twitter is a populist medium. It's a platform for content to for content to be hosted on. There it is right there. I love that graphic. 
I'm going to have that thing framed and put in our new building because that's what picture is worth a million words. And so, so the second iteration of, of my, of my journey is this, this third, this lower third portion you see there with everyone Mm. microphones asking questions. Now you asked a good question, Benny, last night, well, how do you curate, you know, thousands of people recording? I mean, you need a staff of hundreds and hundreds of people. No, I think, I think you're right on that. You make a good point. But ultimately, if the people themselves know how to tell stories, if they know how to produce, cut, if they know ethics, if they know a primer on the recording laws, for example, you can't record in Pennsylvania, it's a felony. In California, it's a misdemeanor unless you're in a public place. If they know that on their own, then you can really decentralize the whole process in the same way that people can drive an Uber car and get paid for it. Maybe they can go do a story and get paid for it. Of course, we have to teach them ethics. We have to teach them where the line is drawn. Um, but I think that journalism now, with the corporate press, has become as disgusting. We all know journalism has been dead for a long time now. It's brought to you by Pfizer, brought to you by Pfizer. You can't turn on the damn television without seeing the pernicious influence of advertising. And you see it every day. And you can't even figure out what the New York Times is even saying when you read their articles. I mean, you almost have to like twist the newspaper to figure out what exactly are they talking about because of the way they bastardize the English language and how they write about, you know, a glass of water. You'd think it wasn't a glass of water. So it has to be visual. You have to catch them on tape. Otherwise, they're going to deny the existence of objective reality. And I think we have to decentralize it. So that's what I'm that's what I'm setting out to do. So, James, what are the uh Topics and what are the subjects of your most recent investigations? Final question here. Uh, I think people are very, very uh, excited that you are already working on new pieces. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I mean, well, the, the subject matter is anybody who's lying, cheating, or stealing and lining their pockets with tax dollars or abusing children or lying to their customers. Um, I think the three areas I'm, I'm, I've been working on, I'll continue to work on. You don't, you don't mess with kids. Um, I think we all know that. Uh, a child abuse is wrong. So there's the education. There's the three-letter government agencies. Your audience knows I was raided by the FBI. Benny, I might be the only man you've ever had on your program who's been put in handcuffs twice by the FBI. And I'm not a, a drug cartel guy or a, a sex trafficker. <laughs> and they target me like that. And then you have the pharmaceutical companies. And then you have the media organizations themselves. So it's not, these are the same, these are the themes that I focus on. It's just that to go infiltrate them, it takes me nine months, which is not the most, it's not the most efficacious use of time or resources. I need the people out there um, and I need it on a grand scale. So you can go to this website, O'KeefeMediaGroup.com. It's a subscription-based news organization. The cameras are you know, between $500 and $1,000, special James Bond cameras. By the way, I'm going to be in the manufacturing uh, business, Benny, because I'm going to start putting my own labels on these cameras now um, and and getting them into the hands of, of the people who need them. Good, good. James, I mean, if you've been put in handcuffs two times by the FBI, you know, three times it becomes a fetish. <laughs> that's, that's, that is true. I, I And by the way, you, you kind of have to start liking it when you get it happened to me as much as it's happened. <laughs> One time you were in your underwear, weren't you? They people love to focus on that. I was in my 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 Jimmy's uh, in the hallway of an apartment building, 
because it was 6 a.m. You know, it's 6 a.m. in November in New York. It's, the, the sun hasn't even arisen on the horizon. They got a battering ram. They're banging fists on the door. Um, I just didn't want them to break my door. So I ran to the door in my um, in my uh, my boxer briefs. Well, James, the very best to you. We liken it to an Obi-Wan Kenobi moment. Strike me down and I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I think that this is your moment, James, and we're rooting for you. Godspeed. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't heard the last of James O'Keefe and Donald Trump saying we haven't heard the last of Hillary Clinton. Is Hillary Clinton going to run again for president? I don't think we've heard the last from Hillary. Trump hints Clinton could make a comeback as he reveals how she went from being his friend to the angriest woman in the world in a new book. Donald Trump's forthcoming book of letters is an exercise in revealing how Americans good and great turned on him once he entered politics. Of course, because Donald Trump was going to upset the status quo. Donald Trump was going to show everyone the true face of our political class. And it is a hideous face. I mean, it's ugly, ugly. Trump's new book includes letters from Richard Nixon, Reagan, Clinton, other world leaders, Kim Jong-un, Russian President Vladimir Putin, among them. Looking forward to seeing that. Donald Trump told Breitbart, I think they're going to see a fascinating life. Well, that is for certain. Uh, and every one of them kissed my A. <laughs> now, <laughs> and now I have... Half of them kissing my ass. <laughs> All right. Good job, Trump. <laughs> I mean, probably true. Thank you for your generous contribution to the Friends of Hillary. I deeply appreciate your generosity and support, Hillary Clinton wrote to Trump, uh, thanking him and admiring his business. Way to go, because Donald Trump had a legitimate business. Joe Biden does not. Ron DeSantis said COVID was a woke virus because the experts said it was okay for Black Lives Matters to go outside and protest police, but it was wrong to demonstrate against the lockdowns. Yep, that's right. COVID was a woke virus, and COVID uh, is certainly something that they used to take away Donald Trump's three biggest political weapons. COVID was a virus that they utilized politically to get the ends that they wished for in the 2020 election. Obviously. I mean, this is empirical. They took away the MAGA rally. They took away Donald Trump's economy, which was absolutely and, and rightly so his greatest accomplishment. And they were sort of taking away Donald Trump's ability to talk about anything other than COVID, a narrative upon which they controlled, controlled so much that they changed the way that Americans voted forever in this country. Everyone gets mailed a ballot. It's awesome. No, it's not. It's not. No. Go ask any other Western country. No Western country does it like that. No Western country does it like that. Canada, France, they think we're insane for voting the way that we vote. Ron DeSantis saying that this woke virus, and we are right now on the three-year anniversary of Dr. Fauci. Whew. Two weeks to slow the spread. This is the three-year anniversary of two weeks to slow the spread. And we were in Washington, D.C. yesterday, Royce, and there were still, like, people wearing KN95 masks on Capitol Hill. It was incredible. You can see which which staffer was a Democrat staffer running around double masking, like paranoid and panicked. COVID broke these people. And DeSantis is right for calling them out. Go. If you leave your house, they were saying, you're putting other people at risk. You need to stay home. You shouldn't be out doing things. I mean, I remember... In Florida, they were mad that people were out for Memorial Day weekend, all this stuff. But that, that was with their position. You know, you need to be inside. 
Well, then you have these protests. You have massive numbers of people out there. And so the question is, is this okay with COVID, given what you've said? And what they said was, yes, it's actually okay that um, that that protesting uh, the police or doing whatever they were doing with BLM, that, that that serves a public health function. So even though they've got hundreds or thousands of people together, that was that was fine. They actually wrote a letter saying this. And in the same letter, they said, it's fine to go out and protest with BLM, but that does not mean it's okay for you to protest against lockdowns or other things that you may. So, you know, th- this was, this was uh, presumably a woke virus. Um, but I think the... Uh so scientists have eroded, along with many other doctors, who debased themselves and their profession And that sucks because my wife is part of the medical profession. These people have degraded and debased their profession beyond all recognition. Nobody trusts people like Fauci anymore. Nobody trusts these vicious, venal doctors. These people are mutants. They simply want to mutate viruses. I mean, there are good doctors and there are good medical experts out there. But Fauci has done so much damage to this industry. It is incalculable. Ladies and gentlemen, the scientific community is, however, able to prove one thing, and that is when life begins. Man, it is incredible to go to the doctor and see ultrasounds and to see like a baby and a child develop. I've seen this, ladies and gentlemen, in my own life. It's wonderful. They lied to you. They told you that this was a clump of cells. No. This child, of course, has agency from its very inception. That is when life begins. It has its own unique DNA. It has its own unique form and function from the earliest ultrasound that you can possibly get medically. You can see fingers and you can see arms and you can see legs and you can see a brain. You can see eyes. It's incredible what science proves to us about the creation, the miracle of life. That's why we're thrilled that Arkansas, under the leadership of our girl Sarah Sanders, is passing a measure to build a monument to unborn babies aborted under Roe v. Wade. Every Republican state should follow. Every state should follow. What a beautiful, beautiful uh, thing to do. Arkansas lawmakers sent a bill to Sarah Huckabee Sanders on Wednesday that authorizes the building of a monument on state capitol grounds to unborn babies who lost their lives during the era of Roe v. Wade. Across the country in Utah, the governor signed a bill outlawing abortion clinics in the state by 2024. Yo! Get based! Utah Governor Spencer Cox who has been kicked a couple of times in the nutsack by Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson does not like this guy. This guy like uh, has a really cringy clip using pronouns. Maybe he's trying to make up for it. He signed a bill on Wednesday that bans abortion clinics in the state. Cox signed HB 467 after state Senate passed the bill on March 2nd. And the state house signed the bill on March 3rd. The bill stops the licensing of abortion clinics by May of this year and bans operation of all abortion clinics in January 2024 under the bill. America is not done yet. America is not done yet. Add that to another great piece of wonderful news to start your weekend with. CNN is dead. Ratings collapsed to decade low. <laughs> oh, man. Far left CNN demo ratings have hit a new decade low. The hate outlet's total primetime ratings dipped below 500,000. That's like, I mean, we're beating CNN at these ratings. During the week of March 6th, CNN, a left-wing propaganda outlet that spreads conspiracy theories and political violence, averaged only 400 
up 400,000, uh, 400,000 and 42 primetime viewers and 400,000, uh, eight, 400, 8,000 total day viewers compared to last year. CNN suffered 61% drop in primetime viewers and a 54% drop in total day viewers. CNN had the smallest weekday audience audience uh, among advertiser-coveted demographic of 25 to 54-year-olds for a 10-year low. Yikes. Man. Talk about killing your brand. If you go woke, you go broke, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't want to go broke, if you don't want to break your psyche or break uh, the things that the ties that bind you to this earth, then don't be caught up in the paranoia and the fear, the propaganda that is broadcast on CNN. Get caught up instead in places that broadcast truth like this show or more importantly, the real truth, the Bible, the scriptures, and be confident in that. Ground yourself in that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for today's verse of the day. It comes from Second Peter. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, that all should reach repentance. The Lord is not slow. Don't judge the Lord on your timing. Essentially, judge the Lord and his actions and his will on God's timing, which means be patient. Be patient. And remember that God's got you, baby. God's got your back. He doesn't want you to perish. He doesn't want you to have a bad life. He wants repentance and he wants you to have a good life. He wants you to be living a prosperous, happy, joyous, confident life. And that's what we preach on this show. That's why we organize our lives correctly. God, family, country. That's how we organize ourselves on this program. We give, ladies and gentlemen, white pills on this show. We want to give you hope. We want to speak truth to power. And we'll do it every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got some great stuff in the, great stuff in the works. And we thank you for watching. It's your boy, Benny. Have a great weekend. This is The Benny Show. See ya.